Welcome to Retro Media Talk. Today, of course, we have the great Steve Lego. Yeah. We got the great Mike Gallus. Hey. And we got me, Steve Montgomery, and we're going to talk about... We got to finish the trilogy, guys, so we had to... I haven't seen it forever, so we had to watch Back to the Future 2 and Back to the Future 3. We watched them this week, so we're going to conclude the Back to the Future series. And, uh, you know, so, yeah, we, we, we put Jaws in there between because it was it was Shark Week, and I wanted to do something during Shark Week, but I missed Shark Week, so Jaws came out a week later after Shark Week. But eh, nonetheless... We fit Jaws in. Now we're going back to Back to the Future to wrap that up. So, guys, I guess, uh, what do you think? Let's start with uh, Back to the Future 2. What are you guys' thoughts on Back to the Future 2 after rewatching it? Uh, well, if we want to go back to the first one, I have a couple items just to mention real quickly. Go yeah, go ahead. Okay, so the guy that invented the DeLorean car, John DeLorean, wrote a letter after he finally saw back to the future and it basically it says last week i had the opportunity to see the screening of back to the future in new york and i wanted to wanted to let you know that i think it was absolutely brilliant i was particularly pleased that the delorean motor car was all but immortalized in the film and want to thank all those responsible for the outstanding job they did in presenting the DMC as the vehicle of the future. Hmm. They can join my soon-to-be-revived design team at any time. What Do you guys know what happened to the DeLorean? I forgot to look that up. What? No, I, I don't know. Well, I, you know I think, that, I think I'm making a long story short, I, I think as uh, usual, whenever somebody comes up with something like, you know, groundbreaking that could change could change like the industry. Mm -hmm. I think they got some dirt on them, right? And they ruined them and then put them out of business. So I can't re I can't remember exactly what happened, but yeah. it was it was something concocted. You know, because I mean, you know, you can't go out, you can't go around making a stainless steel car that w would never rust and Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> True. <laughs> you, <know? laughs> you can't have that, you know. It's just yeah. like uh you know, you can't have a, a water-powered car, you know, you know, and uh, Tucker came out with his car, they had to ruin him too. I mean, they can't when it comes to yeah the american motor you know uh yeah, companies they're going to they're going to put you out of business big corporations putting the little guy out i mean they're trying know, to, they're whatever. trying to do it to tesla now you know yeah. what i mean right right yeah it's, it's true man monopolies you could probably have a you know when i was uh doing looking back at this life magazine from 1950 there there was an ad on oil in there and it said you don't have to change your oil for 30,000 miles what's really? up with that was that something they changed later i don't know it's weird well so, I, I find it hard to believe but then again i mean uh you know motors were pretty simple back then they weren't as high revving right yeah. and uh you know so maybe maybe it could go a little bit longer. Thirty thousand that seems like a lot though. I mean that's like what do you get three oil changes the life of your car? That's what I'm thinking. I looked at that, I read that, and I was like, wait a minute, what's this? And I'm like, man, maybe they shortened the lifespan because they weren't making enough money. So they told everybody, hey, you know, three thousand miles, 
get your oil changed. We're not making enough money if we tell them 30000 I mean, I don't know. But anyway, DeLorean, that sucks, man. I would love to have a DeLorean. Who wouldn't? I know. So um, did anybody do anything great this weekend? How was your guys' weekend? We'll, we'll just go with the weekend thing real quick. Yeah, they, we did the uh, Springfield Road sale. Yes, you did. I saw you at the tail end. It was hot as hell out. Yeah, it was really yeah. hot. It's crazy that um, God, it, this must be like a this must be like the weekend, like like across the country to do like big sales. Yeah, because what? my town did it. A couple towns over did it. You guys sounds like you you had yeah. some kind of big sale I going thought on. It was I thought Pretty it was crazy. garage sale weekend or something. Well, plus like that. they I think they do them before a lot of times school starts big sales because you know tail end of the summer yeah season's ending yeah i had a bunch of crap i wanted to put out that uh, you know um because i i usually do it every year and then whatever i don't sell yeah i just box it back up and i keep it in my garage and i'm tired of looking at it and i wanted to i wanted to try to do it again this year but my wife went on vacation and i wasn't doing it by myself because i had to work all weekend so oh yeah it sucks doing it by by yourself i i don't do those sales yeah i mean i i mean i couldn't because i had to work but yeah oh true yeah um, yeah, it was cool, man. These two guys are awesome that I ran into at the sale. He had all these Starlog magazines. I said, man, it's like, um, how much would you would you do a bundle offer on these Starlog magazines? And he worked something out with me. Uh, I, I paid 20 bucks for these uh, Starlog magazines, a couple other items. How many magazines did you get? Uh, um, quite a few, you know. Um, I mean, what is that, 5, 10, 20? Uh, over 20. So that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, they date back to the early 80s. And uh, I, I don't know when exactly Starlog started, but I used to have a bunch of mag- Starlog magazines. I think back, back in, in the, the 70s, right? Um, oh, okay. So maybe. Yeah, maybe. Well, Aliens in there, I know that. Blade Runner. Uh, I'm trying to think of the earliest ones I've seen in there. But anyway, uh, the guys were super cool. Uh, they were neighbors. They had a ton of cool pop culture stuff. Star Wars, Spawn figures, um, all kinds of stuff. And he was he was having the sale today, and everything was going to be half off. But I couldn't I couldn't make it. We were going to this flea market, and the, the and uh, so we went to this flea market slash uh, museum or antique kind of museum. It's out by Hannah City. I, I, I was going through stuff, and I found these yearbooks. I, I'm always on the hunt for yearbooks. Well, I found a East Peoria, Illinois, 1971 yearbook. Well. What year is that? That's the year I was born. Who went yeah. to the East Peoria? My mom graduated in 1971. So I'm going through this yearbook. I go, oh, my God. So I look back there. There she is. My mom's in there. I got my uncle in there. And um, there was another yearbook there. It had my aunt in there. And Gary Richrath was in there because they went to school with Gary Richrath, the guitar player for REO Speedwagon. Right. So you're basically describing how Back to the Future came about. That's exactly mean? how the, the Bob Gale had the idea oh, of he, writing Back to the Future because he found his dad's yearbook. Oh, no kidding. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know that. That's awesome. 
What? Uh, so he found his his dad's yearbook, and he thought about going back in time. Well, then? he no, he didn't think or, about going back. Well, kind of. He was just like, okay, if I was alive back then, right? You know, what would my dad have been? Would he have yeah. been a major a hole? Oh, gotcha, been, gotcha. You know, a jock. Yeah. Uh, what What would he have been like? A nerd? You know? Yeah. And that's kind of how he got thinking about the story. Well, it's awesome because now, you know, because this is the second type of, I was at another flea market and I bought some Pekin um, high school yearbooks, a couple of those. And I had friends in there that graduated the same year I I did that are in that yearbook. And I'm like, this guy was selling for a dollar. Now this, this one, they were selling for eight bucks. I bought two, two yearbooks, but one was 71 and one was mm, six. Wait, was it sixty six? I don't know. Now I can't. I can't remember. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, because my aunt was older than my mom, but she's in there. Gary Richrath was in there, and I go and I go up to pay for the yearbooks. And I know I'm off topic of Back to the Future, but you got to hear this story. So I go up to the to the to the register to buy them. Oh yeah, yearbooks. Yeah, my my cousin's in one of these, and I think she was the owner of the antique mall there's an antique mall plus there's a flea market on one side and part of the outside they have some vendors not many but it was cool and she goes uh, and i go oh yeah and said yeah um gary richrath and i'm like gary that's why i'm i'm one of the reasons i'm buying the the yearbook is because he's in there and my aunt is in in one of these with you know the same year Oh yeah, you know I was like, man, he was a, he was a phenomenal, you know, guitar player, and yeah, he he was, a, and and you know, for a brief moment, I was like, he did pass, right? And I, because I, I was trying to remember if he was still alive, and I was like, no, I think he did pass. I said he he passed, didn't he? And I was like, yeah, it's, it's just doesn't seem, it doesn't seem real. He he, you know, he he went too way too young you know and i was like oh god yeah i thought i thought so i felt weird when i was talking about it with her but uh yeah so anyway ario ario speedwagon gary richrath in this yearbook my mom my aunt my uncle uh a few other people that i that i know in there so anyway that's a long story but Anyway, I wanted to get it out there. I thought it was cool. So anyway, I want to give a shout out to these two guys at that garage sale this weekend. Cool dudes. We talked about Charles Bronson. We talked about uh, all these horror horror films. They were really cool. I told them about the podcast. They were going to go check it out. They couldn't w- wait to listen to it. The one guy is on YouTube all the time. So I I think he was he was going to gonna check it out but he's got tons of stuff i they said they're gonna probably open up a store next year and just start selling stuff so anyway shout out to those two guys i'm sorry i don't i don't remember names very very well how could you give a shout out to people (laughs) who don't know their names no hey i want to also give a shout out to to louis dalton because he he actually listened to one of the podcasts because he knew two movies He knew two movies we were talking about, Paradise and Blue Lagoon. So at one point he was uh, he was listening to one of the early podcasts. I think Willie Ames listened to it too. Yeah, Willie. 
Williams. <laughs> Hopefully Phoebe Cates caught up to speed too. But uh, yeah, so Louis Dalton. And, and now you're officially a podcast. Yeah, we're we're. Why is that? Because we're, we're on Apple. On oh, oh yeah, we're official podcast. We are finally on Apple. And follow us wherever you get your podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. Uh, we're on Red Circle. We're on Anchor FM. I throw it on my YouTube channel right now, Craze TV. Um, music Match. Uh, I don't know if we're on Music Match. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is that? Is that a made-up one? No, it's something that died like 20 years ago. Oh, <laughs> gosh. I don't but, remember But guess that what? Uh, Cooch probably still can't find the podcast. Yeah. Cooch, uh, keep looking. Do a, You'll do find a Google, it someday. Do a Google search for Retro Media Talk podcast. It'll come right up. So but, did you guys know that Ronald Reagan was a huge Back to the Future fan? No, but I love that scene with him in, in the uh, Michael Jackson uh, doing the little Max Headroom. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Thing on the TV. That's awesome. Well, I guess whenever well, he ran the movie in the White House, he had the projectionist back the scene up when they were talking about, you know, who's who's the president, you know, and he tells him it's Ronald Reagan. And he, he had said, him back it up. Yes, he laughed so hard, and he had the guy rewind it and pl- replay it again. Oh, that is great! <laughs> yeah. I love that. That's awesome. So, uh, w- w- what else? And then the other thing is, you know, um, no one knew there was going to be a sequel. I mean, it almost didn't get done because uh, Universal wanted it, but hmm. the the writer and the director did not want to do it. Uh, they just felt like they were done. It's, it's probably too hard. I mean, difficult. Well, know, the first time. What happened was, is this guy that was running Universal at the time, Sheenberg, he let them know that Universal now owns the, you know, the property, and that Ooh. he wanted a sequel. So they had no choice. Oh man. Hmm. So at the end of the movie, remember it says to be continued. Hmm. But that wasn't on the original movie. They added that for the VHS release. So that's why it pissed off fans, I guess. Well, right? fans were they were they were writing in like crazy about, "Hey, we we need a sequel to this." The fans wanted it. The writers didn't want to do it. They ended up having to do it. And so when the VHS came out, they put that to be continued on there. Well, I did. I vaguely remember seeing. I remember seeing it in the theater. I remember the ending. Now that I, now that we're talking, are we about talking it. about the ending of one or the ending two. of two? Two. No, the, right? the ending. I was talking about the ending of one. Oh, okay, okay. Ending of one, then. Yeah, yeah, maybe that's what it was. I remember being a little disappointed. Well, no, not one. Maybe two. I was a little. I was like at oh. two. Yeah, the screening. The the people that first saw it were not happy because they thought it was going to be you know and then the all out. Kinda, yes, the yeah. all out movie. They didn't know that there was going to be a third part. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, because you because you know at the end they show clips of the the western you know going into the past and you know the to be continued. That's yeah, what I hated the to yeah, be yeah. continued because you it's know sad. movies. What it can't it it took a year to come out right. Yeah, but this one this one was a little bit different. So at the end it says to be concluded. Oh yeah, and to then, be concluded. Yeah, 
and then so that came out in Thanksgiving of '89. Yeah. But you only had to wait until May of 90 to get the next part. Hmm. And that became a huge deal with negotiating because I guess Gail had written this stuff out, and he's like, there's no way this can be one movie. Yeah. And they, they said it would have cost $60 million to make, you know, that whole thing. Yeah. And so they, they threw, like, a big stink about it, and they were like, no, we're not doing this if it's one movie. If you give us two movies, then, yeah, we'll do it. Okay. Well, what did you think did when you rewatched 2? What was your... I know you got a good memory of movies, but what was your overall feeling with the movie? I, lo- I love two. It, it's probably, I love one, but I think I actually like two a little bit better because here's the thing. When they were coming up with the story and everything, they thought, well, wait a minute. What if we actually go back into the first movie because no one had ever done that before? Mm-hmm. And so I think that's what I like about it is, you know, they go back into the original movie and then you see snippets of scenes that you didn't get to see before. Yeah, yeah. That was pretty cool. What did you think, Lego, about two? Oh well, I mean, I love two. I, I actually, I, I like two better than one. Actually, so you know, I thought it's, I th- yeah, same thing. I thought it was pretty cool. You know, you, you go back there and you you see like you know him actually trying to avoid himself in some of those scenes from the fifties. You know, at the school dance and all that kind of stuff. So that, that was pretty cool. But yeah, I mean, I liked. I liked it with uh, you know Biff being like the the big tycoon like yeah. you know casino owner and you know the the cities and like big you know and ruins and it was kind of dark. It was almost like the Empire Strikes it Back. It was. It was of, dark. Of, yeah, uh, it was that back kind of future. feel to it. Yeah, you're yeah, right. It was dark. I I, I tell you, I agree. I mean, it's it's it was action packed. It, it was tense. All, every one of them had tense moments, but it was a tense. Uh, film yeah you go from two where it's like really intense and then you go to three and it's like it's it, it's completely slowed down you know yeah. it's it's a totally different movie and it's way more comical yeah it's yeah oh yeah. two three is way more comical oh okay yeah what did you now i did not I must have missed this. You know, I always miss stuff in movies, but I didn't know that Michael J. Fox played all the kids. Yeah. His yep. <laughs> his kid. I mean, he was like he was like busy in these movies. Oh, I know. And there's a little snippet here on how they did that. So they created this camera for Who Framed Roger Rabbit. It's called the VistaVision camera. Mm-hmm. And this is interesting. They said, you know, usually what happens is um, the camera is locked down, and then there's a point somewhere in the frame. It's like a it's like a split, and then the actor cannot cross that path. That's right. why I was wondering. They did a great job in in having Michael J. Fox interact with himself. I was like, right. well, How are they doing this okay, so, so good? So what they did, it says, up until that point, whenever a show depicted an actor playing two characters on the same shot, the camera would lock down. And there would be a a door jam or some sort of clear vertical line between to determine the split. Mm, And the uh actor could never cross that split line. Right. So what they did is they 
enabled this new system so that Zemeckis could move the camera and it was all motion controlled with computer. Yeah. And so it moved the same way every single take and that's how they were able to do that. God, I, I would have been so lazy. I would have just hired three kids to play that. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't have messed around with it, man. Putting Michael J. Fox and all this you know, makeup. Well, I mean they stuff. had they had to do it with Biff. You know, the young Biff meeting old Biff. Yeah. So. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I think two was That probably... made sense. I mean, old Michael J. Fox, but the yep. kids, I wouldn't have messed around with it. I would have put three kids in there and said, done with it, you know? Two had the most effect shots out of any of the other two movies. Oh, by far. And, they, and the third movie was the one that had almost hardly anything. Yeah, I mean, one thing that always blew my mind... In Back to the Future 2 was the hoverboard. Oh, yeah. The hoverboard amazed me because I'm like, how are they getting the movement of the mother of the hoverboard to look so natural? You know, because, you know, you're like, he looks like he's above the the ground. It doesn't look like a green screen. Mm-hmm. And that first shot where, you know, he throws the, the, the hoverboard, it did not look like CGI to me. Yeah, because it wasn't. I know, and that—that's where I want to go next to talk about the hoverboard. Do you want to do? You, do you want to talk about that, gals, or you want me to? It doesn't matter. Um, you can mention uh, that shot that you were just talking about when he threw the hoverboard down. Well, I was just going to mention that that little part, and you can elaborate. But I don't think uh, I don't know. I don't know, Lego, if you know about this or not. But they placed rare earth um, magnets and they were capable of tracking 600 pounds in in uh, and they put them in three different places uh, Marty's shoes underside of the hoverboard and in the ground beneath the board so and they also attached the wires to the sides of the board and they also used a flying harness but that scene where he throws the hoverboard you know and it and it just like floats that's right. actually floating from magnets yes yep that is awesome because i thought how are they doing that to look so real and then when he jumps yeah. on there you know obviously he's got a you know uh, he, he's got multiple stump stump you know doubles and stuff like that you know when they're uh doing those stunts with the hoverboard and everything but uh probably flying on the i don't know how they did the car though do you know how they did that oh just a harness right i guess harness and maybe a crane yeah 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 oh when they lifted the car up no, when he he was when he when he was behind it, like yeah, yeah, oh yeah, riding yeah. it, yeah. Because I saw the behind the scenes, and okay. yeah, it was it was all crane. Yeah, that is just awesome though the way they they did that. That was that was something I did not know about. There's a lot of stuff in the second movie that I mean, you read through the book and it's just like wow, I would have never thought of that, you know. Yeah, a let's talk out of the effects. You know, and you a lot of people thought that that the hoverboard was real because I know because yeah. Zemeckis Zemeckis did like a almost like a promo or something. He did like a an interview that was like a almost like a um, it was like a phony interview while he was talking about it, and he basically said in the interview that the hoverboard was real, but he was joking around, 
and it caused people to think that it was real. And people were like, well, where can I get one of these? Where, you know, they thought Mattel was making them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Another product placement. Plus, uh, uh, what was the, um, the year was 2015. Boy. Yep. Boy, we didn't get those hoverboards. Nope. And then we didn't have flying cars. <laughs> we didn't either. have flying cars. Yeah, uh, and, and, the, and the other thing about that is when, when he gets fired and he says, read my facts. Yeah. Well, those fax machines didn't do hardly anything. I mean, they faded out before 2000. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Big time. I did love the scene because when you brought up the last Back to the Future, when we were talking about the original Back to the Future, you were talking about looking at the Jaws 19 poster. Mm-hmm. I totally forgot about that Jaws coming out. That that would have been a cool, that would be a cool idea for theaters to have those holograms come out oh, at yeah. you. Oh, yeah. That, that would be awesome. They do have something similar to that now, like like in Japan and stuff. They got some crazy. Oh yeah, like, Japan does have a lot of weird stuff. Like they that. have some pretty cool, like live looking, like you know, Holograms. hologram. Yeah. yeah, I, I, yeah, that is that is so weird. So um, in the in the cafe eighties, you had all these video oh, monitors. Oh, by the way, by the way, that is a great name. A great cafe idea 80s? for a, oh my gosh! Can you imagine if you had a cafe eighties right now? <laughs> well, they got fifties cafes. You'd clean so I know, up. but man, you would you would be just killing it, man. That is a great idea because I was looking at that. I'm like, dude, if somebody opened one up right now, they might have one. Who knows? They would be rich, dude. Everybody would go to that. We put all those old TVs in there and everything. And uh, oh yeah, let's oh, let's do would, it. Let's do it, man. Dude, I I would be all about it, man. We, we'll go down to Florida. We'll open one up right on the beach. Cafe eighties, right on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> There's one shot where um, they they throw the you know his kid over the over the wall there you can see the monitors in the background and it, it's showing family ties and taxi oh i missed that in the, in the background i missed that and then there's uh the toughest gag out of the whole the whole shot of that future sequence was getting the dang jacket to dry right oh okay because they said that if you look at it it's one shot he comes out of the water yeah, he walks over and the camera gets a little bit close, and and when when they did that, he had to hit the right mark, and then they had to plug wires in there and then turn the stuff on for it to dry. Wow. Yeah, that's a. I mean, they they've got some tough stuff in there. When you yeah. think of that movie coming out, what it came out in uh, what eighty nine? Yeah, eighty nine. I mean, the technology they they had. I know we talk about this a lot, but it it really does seem like it surpasses a lot of movies made today. Yeah, I love all the product placement too. You know, you had that old that old place that had all the eighty stuff. They had the the uh, the Jaws video game. Yeah, they had. Uh, I, they, there was. Oh yeah, one I, there yeah. Too. You you mean in the the antique window or yes. the, yeah window of the yeah that was awesome. I I caught that. I was like yes, Jaws from nintendo there uh and then there was a store called mr perfect and and the and the little tagline said all natural steroids oh man i missed that one yeah Yeah, i saw that (laughs) that is funny so what are your guys's uh i don't know what uh, what's your overall like favorite 
parts of two, I guess. I I love the stuff where he goes back to 1955. Yeah. Okay. What about you, Lego? Can you think? I of I, I like the I like the uh, the parts where uh, Marty goes back to uh, you know he gets into the into the hotel you know. And, yeah. uh, you know, Biff's wearing his, like, you know, his pimp clothes, and his mom's got those big, huge jugs. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> you know, that kind of stuff. That's, uh, that's you know, and then seeing the city is, like, you know, apocalyptic. You know, they got the biker gang. Yeah. So I, li- I like that scene. And then, yeah, you know, yeah. of course, where he, he chases them to the roof. And she's and drinking like a fish. <laughs> he jumps off the roof, you know, yeah. that whole scene. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was good. Yeah, that was they good. They have the Sammy Hagar song. Yep. Yeah, that's that's probably the, that's probably the coolest part. I also that, like yeah, that, that little was. movie, that little movie, and when he, you know, at the at the bottom. Oh, talking the, about him, Biff Tannen. Yes, you know? <laughs> yes, and I and I love the music in that sequence. Yeah. He go. We could do this the easy way, the hard way. And it was pretty. It was pretty cool too that during that little movie, that they were setting up three. Because they mentioned yeah, Mad Dog yep, Tannen. Exactly. Yeah, you're right. Now, did you know that there is a cut? There's a deleted scene that they shot with Marty's brother. Yes. And they they cut it out. I mean, the picture's in the book. It shows him. He looks like a bum. Really? Yeah. yeah he's. I, I think in the in the clip, he he seems like he's drunk or yeah, or something. Exactly. Or, yeah. Yep, they wanted his. They wanted the sister to show up, but she was like having a baby or something. She couldn't make it. I also like the scene too, where Marty's, uh, you know, he gets back uh, into town and he he jumps through the window and he's in, oh, yeah. he's in the, he's in that girl's bedroom yeah. and the father's you know trying to trying to kill him and then he finally somehow gets onto the uh, uh, what is it the the principal or the, whoever the guy from the high school that he knew you know oh, yeah yeah and he's got the shotgun. You're that a was slacker. a good scene too. Yeah. Hey, let's. Uh, one one part I wanted to talk about is the part where they crash through the courthouse window. Yes. We got to talk yes. about the. I did not know the stunt man, uh, stunt woman Cheryl Wheeler Dixon. Yes. Who who I guess was the stunt woman for Spike. Uh, climbed into their harness and were uh, hoisted into position. Um, well, I guess I'm reading, but what happened was, uh, you want to talk about this, Mike? Cause you, you yeah. So they, they were, they were harnessed up to about 20, 25 feet in the air. <laughs> and so <laughs> I'm so drinking they, a beer. There you oh. go. There you go. There you they go, were, buddy. Uh, I need a glass of wine. Go ahead. They were in a harness and they were about 25 feet high. And so there was there was three of them, actually no four with Biff, so it would have been him too. The three guys were on the right, and the girl was on the left, and they had mats down below. Well, what happened is you can actually see it in the film that she somehow they got off course, and she runs. I mean, they ran her right into this pillar. Her hip hits the pillar. She falls down, and she. Uh, the glass was like all over the place she ended up breaking like i think three or four bones in her face and a couple other bones too so she was in the hospital for a couple weeks 
And then she had to have re- reconstructive surgeries, different ones. Yeah, but she fell 20 feet. Yeah, <laughs> on the concrete. Yeah, yeah she Unbelievable. missed the mat. Yeah. Because there was no mats over to the left. Man, talk about crazy. I know. Yeah, she's lucky uh, she's alive. I mean, man, that, that, that was nuts. She had a concussion and everything. Yep. Um, but that was something I learned I did not know about. So I'm going to have to rewatch that scene and look for that. Even though I take a multivitamin, I also like to take superfoods. And the best superfood I found on the market that tastes just amazing is Brick House Nutrition Field of Greens real organic superfood. One scoop of Field of Greens gives you the full spectrum of colors with fruits, veggies, herbs, spices, and more. Helps with your overall well-being by aiding in antioxidation, lipid metabolism, and glucose metabolism. Since Field of Greens is made from real foods, it's technically not a supplement. This is just pure whole foods, guys, and you can get a discount right now by using coupon code HEALTHYLIFE. Just plug that coupon HEALTHYLIFE before checkout in the coupon section and get our exclusive discount. You have to try Field of Greens from BrickHouseNutrition.com. Hey, did you guys notice that when, when they get out, when, when they get to Hill Valley in 2015, they get out and Doc starts pulling that stuff off his face. Yeah. Um, he mentions mm-hmm. in that, he mentions in there that he went somewhere and they replaced his spe- spleen and they replaced his colon. Yeah. yeah. Right. I, I remember I never that. caught that before. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Re- he was like, yeah, rejuvenate. Did you say something about rejuvenation or something? Yeah, I mean, a yeah. rejuvenation clinic or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah got a new colon. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Um, okay, so what do you guys think? Since we got to fit three in, what do you guys think? How two ended? Oh, I think I think it ended. I think it ended pretty cool. Um, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't quite sure. You know, as soon as he like, you know, he takes off and disappears, you know, on the road, and then he comes running around the corner. At that point, I was like really lost. Of course, I mean, it was a total cliffhanger because I'm like, well, what, what the heck just happened, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I really had no clue because they didn't give me any kind of clue what could have possibly happened. But, um, I mean, I thought, I thought it was pretty cool because once again, it was the ending was involving, you know, scenes from part one as well you know what i mean so it, it was it was it was pretty cool i mean i mean if you were watching that movie back then you would have had no idea what was going to happen next you'd have no clue they were going to be going to the wild west i mean you uh, you know i mean i was going to assume that there's going to be another 20 30 minutes of of, of movie thinking well yeah. something something else is going to happen you know what right. i mean right well they kind of foreshadowed that with early on when the time circuits kept changing and it kept popping up 1885 and he's like dang it i gotta get this thing fixed yeah that's what i caught that too i never caught that before but no you probably weren't looking for it first time through yeah Um, that was that was pretty cool 
the second half of the movie, I mean, as soon as they get to the the dance, you know, I mean that from there on out, it's just you know, it's, it's very suspenseful. Yeah, very. Tense. Yeah, and I I enjoy all the music. My one of my favorite musical segments is when they burn the book. Um, because it uses the French horn version of the Back to the Future theme, mm-hmm. and I really love that that style that yeah. that he uh, chose for that. But yeah. uh, you know, when he disappears, it's like, what the heck, you know? <laughs> right. And then they finally, you know, explain it. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I loved it. Um, you know, I was just. Uh, like I said, I think I remember seeing two in the theater, and when it ended, I was a little disappointed that I got to wait another year to see the third one. Yeah. I did not know, because, it was, you know, it's like, oh, man, it's going to be a third one, and, you know, they tease you with the Wild West, the you know, clips of it. But The one thing I hated about the way that ended is there's a one shot in there that ruins everything and that's in that little cut scene of the wild west is they show marty kissing jennifer and it's like okay well we know how the movie ends now yeah yeah i don't know why they put that shot in there yeah that's true i didn't catch that but yeah it makes sense i just thought that's weird so so yeah man so let's go to three so so three my favorite thing at three that i that i forgot about is when he said his name was clint eastwood i thought oh, that, that was, was great awesome yes that was hilarious <laughs> perfect was, tribute yeah. to clint eastwood like, and it was like the name is that yeah <laughs> and and it had like a sergio type of you know those old um spaghetti uh, westerns spaghetti western feel to it yeah, yeah. that was cool um but yeah did you know that they built that it was uh the whole town right yes they built the whole town and here's an interesting fact um when they left they left that town up when they finished shooting except for for some reason the clock tower they had to take that down i don't don't know why they don't explain it but Hmm. in 1996 ironically a lightning bolt struck um near there sparked a wildfire and it burned the whole thing down oh my gosh what were they doing with it were they doing tours or they just left it up abandoned or what they could have because the the people that you know they got permission from Hmm. they they gave them permission to just leave the stuff up oh man that would have been cool Mm -hmm. well yeah because i mean it was obviously on private property then so yeah so so Uh they're they're probably financially benefiting from that they're probably giving like private tours and stuff Oh, well, man. yeah, because yeah. it was full buildings. I mean, they built all the buildings, all the interiors, and everything. They shot everything there. Yeah. Man, so that awesome. was like a full. That was a full like saloon and yeah, and all that kind <laughs> of stuff. Awesome. That is killer. Yeah, but you know, if, if you look at you know, if you look at the when they did the shots on the outside, and they showed the town, you could tell like that the the clock tower, like a Capitol building, whatever. You can just tell that was just a front facade. You know what I mean? Yeah. That was there was no building to that. Yeah. Also, uh, Zemeckis invited ZZ Top to come out and just kind of look around and get the feel for whatever song they were going to write. And so they came out. 
they got you know into the atmosphere and then he goes hey guys are your beards real oh my god (laughs) (laughs) and they're like of course they are and he goes get these guys in the picture were they in the picture yes they were in it they were in the uh the um the, the big band. shin, yeah, the shindig they were having. Oh my gosh, I I, I totally missed that. And they, they were the ones, yeah, they they were playing the the instruments and stuff. And oh, they geez. also had they also had uh, special instruments made up so they could tw- twirl them. Oh, that's yeah, hilarious. they were attached to like a, a waist belt or something, right? Oh, uh, okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And, go ahead. No, no, go ahead, man. I just I can't believe I missed that. The guy that was taking everybody's picture for like the clock tower, yeah, that was the director of photography, Dean Cundy. Oh yeah, I know that that name. But here's the cool thing: uh, Zemeckis actually wanted Ronald Reagan to play the mayor. Oh my gosh! Yeah, you know how hard that would have been to get uh, that to happen. Well, he was not president at the time. You think he want to be? I mean, but still, I mean, yeah. he, he still would have had, you know, Secret Service there. Yeah. And it would have been tough. Well, yeah, Arnold declined. Didn't Arnold play in movies? Well, he did. He did go back to playing. In yeah, movies. he was in, you know, Terminator and all well, that. I guess stuff. he wasn't president. He was governor, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that would have been. That yeah, would have been, been cool. Real, yeah, it would have been awesome. Man. So, what did you guys think of three overall? Oh, I thought three was I thought three was awesome just because it was so different. Yeah, yeah. But like I like I said, I um, I didn't really care for the ending. You know, um, I mean, they definitely made sure that the DeLorean got destroyed, right? To, like to- Doc wanted. But you know, once once he shows up in that stupid flying train, essentially, yeah, and you know, and I I, I they, agree, man. I agree. I I I, I love. I, I did love it. The overall movie. You know, I'm not gonna say it. It's weaker of the three, but um, they should have just right. left that. They should have left that scene out with with Doc and his kids and what's her name. Well, I think it would have been better if she would have been able to come back with him. That you know, she could have got into the to the car. He he would you know, and they all left in the future, and then you know they started a family or whatever in the future. I I, I was kind of like, oh man, you know, it's like he goes back. I mean, yeah, it's only seconds. Dot comes back, and he's been in the past for you know. X amount of years and brings back those two kids or whatever. Is it two kids or three kids? Two kids? I don't know. Was it two kids? He had? Yeah, Jules and Vern. Yeah, jo- yeah, Jules and Vern. <laughs> Jules and Vern. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, I guess it's... Uh, but I think, for me, I would have liked for him to have rescued her from the train and then got into the to the car and all left together because what i didn't like about the ending it's not like i didn't like the ending but you don't know where they go after that right so well i've already already been to the future well what does that mean did he go back to the future again well he had to because he had to hover convert his train oh yeah that's true so where 
we don't know where he goes, so it's kind of like it leaves it open a little bit for maybe a fourth one, which yeah, it's of course they happen. never <laughs> they never made. Which I'm surprised. As many dumb movies that come out today, they didn't try to reboot Back to the Future. Is beyond me, but they probably would have screwed it all up anyway. It's it's kind of an open thing because we don't know how the heck did he put all this stuff together to create another time machine in the past. I mean, where did he get the material? I, there, it, it's too it's too open. One of the things in three <laughs> that I absolutely love, the scene that I really love the most, is the drive-in in front of Monument Valley. Oh, I love the drive-in. That scene is awesome. One thing they're missing is a playground at the front. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they needed a playground. But, uh, yeah, that's cool. Is that, I take it that's a real driving, right? Supposedly it was. Yeah. I don't know if it's still there now, but. Yeah. So what's that? You get? The drive-in. You think that was a real driving? I mean. No. Operational driving? You don't think so? No, I don't, I don't I don't think so. Could have been, I suppose, maybe. I think it, no, I don't know. Yeah, I guess we have to look in the book and see if they say anything. Well, it says, it's a, all it says is the Pahachi drive-in set, so it probably wasn't. Oh, okay. You know, the thing that was dumb about that is when he, when he did finally get into the past, right, and he runs into the Indians, mm-hmm. and then yeah. he puts it in reverse, and then... He he flies over the thing and he puts it in reverse and he goes into that cave. Are you telling me seriously? The Indians couldn't think, oh, he's not like in a cave somewhere. I mean, like, I, I mean, or just keep driving. I'm sure those Indians would have moved. <laughs> yeah, I would have. It's like, of course, oh, he, what's this? <laughs> of course, you know, you know what happens when you hit a deer. Imagine hitting a horse. Well, that's true, but I'm sure the horse yeah. would have got out of the way. You would think. Uh, yeah, I don't know. When, what, what's what's interesting is that bear that was in the cave that was not a real bear because they hired a real bear to shoot it and the bear slept through the whole day. You, that wasn't a real bear chasing no. him and stuff. Really? No. They really hired they hired a bear on from one. Of, yeah. Wow. On one of the takes, whatever they had to finish up, um, the bear there's it's a guy in a suit. Except for, for one of the shots. Well, I was gonna say except for when the bear screams you know rah, that's a bear yeah i have no idea i'm just that was sean connery the book said (laughs) (laughs) i don't know it's crazy but yeah i mean i i i like the whole uh back to future three i thought the scene on the train was a very suspenseful yeah Definitely, the the music in that sequence is some of my best favorite Back to the Future music. So, so do you think? Do you think? Because to me, it looked like it when that train goes off the end. Mm-hmm. Do you think that was a real train? Because to me, it looked like that was a real, like outside shot in a chasm. Do you think that was a real it train? Is, it is. I that was a, a model, isn't it? Outside shot, but it was a model. Yeah. I mean, it looked pretty realistic to me. Yeah. It really did. Well, that's what I love about models. You, you can't tell they're models half the time. They're just so well. They look so well on screen. And then at the end, when they actually, you know, split the DeLor- DeLorean, because a normal, they did tests 
and a normal train hitting a car, it would not break away like that. There's no way. And that's what they were kind of getting for because they wanted to to say, hey, the DeLorean is not going to be put back together. That's mm. what they were kind of going for. Yeah. So what they did is they disassembled it ahead of time, and then at a certain point they just detonated it when the trade hit it. Hmm. You know, what I was thinking, as soon as he arrived back in the present, mm -hmm. uh, the first thing that was going through my mind is, how's he going to get it off the tracks? You know what I mean? Right. It, I was like, what's he going to do? I mean, I didn't know that I didn't know that it was going to get run over, but I was like, well, well how is he going to get this thing off the tracks? Where's he going to go with it? So, Right. Uh, yeah. So and I guess they pretty much had, they had to destroy it, right, with the train. Yep. And obviously the ravine name has changed. Yeah, Clint Eastwood or Eastwood Ravine. Yeah, <laughs> Eastwood. Yeah, I love that. I, I just love the way they fit everything. Kind of paid tribute to the old westerns in a way. Yeah, yeah. and and Zemeckis cool. said this was his favorite one to do because he always wanted to do a western. Yeah, that's cool, man. You know, like I said, I mean, it's a great. I hate to say which one's my favorite, but. You know, because because they all got their own thing. Yep. They all got their own thing. So it's like I want to say, you know, they're all my favorites, but you know, if I had to pick one, I don't know. It, it's going to be between one and two. I mean, one. I can't say two's better than one just because the original story's there in one. Mm -hmm. But as far as action packed and stuff and more, you know, um, just. I don't know, nonstop than two. But then three's got a lot of great stuff I like in it also. Right. Yeah. I mean, I guess when you really look at it, I mean... It's really you know, just all one entity. Yeah, I mean, one, you know, one really set the precedent, right? You know, I mean, it kind of... It established the whole, like, yeah, universe. So yeah. without one, you couldn't have two or three. So, I mean, nope. one, one probably is the greatest one, but I enjoy two the... Right. More, but if you think about it, if you could, if you could get rid of the credits and just splice them all into one big movie, there you go. I mean, it it, it really it really is. I mean, yeah. you could literally just do that, and it could play mm -hmm. a six hour like film. Yeah, true. Yep. Yeah, it's it's kind of like uh, it's kind of like well, I don't know. I was gonna say Star Wars, the Star Wars trilogy. I mean, yeah. you know, it's it it's hard for I mean. Empire Strikes Back obviously is my my favorite because like two it's just kind of nonstop. Return of the Jedi is kind of you know nonstop too, but it's kind of more. Eh, what do you say, guys? Campy or a little bit more? You know, I just Whatever. I just watched Ewoks in there. I just watched yeah. uh, Empire like two days ago. Yeah, mm -hmm. and you know, after watching that one, I mean. You, it makes you realize really how, uh, it, you know, episode four really isn't that great of a movie. <laughs> it's it's not. It's kind of slow. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like there's really not a whole lot to it. You know what I mean? It's like it's so. It's well, that's I mean, the I know, one that had to build everything up. You're talking Star Wars, the original. Well, we're talking we're talking Star Wars, and I know we're not talking Star Wars. This is the Back to the Future thing, but right. Back to the Future we established that really one. Back to the Future One, you know that's that's the greatest one because it right. set it all up. It was it was right. exciting, blah blah blah, you know. But 
looking at Star Star Wars, you know, Empire, you know, it's it's you know it's, it's a lot like Back to the Future Two. It's a little bit darker. Yeah. And for me, uh, Back to the Future Two is the best one. Empire is the best one. But as I look back at Star Wars, right. And I know this is the Star Wars podcast. Star Wars, the you know, Episode Four is it, nowhere near. No. Is good. No, it's as, slow. It is as slow. Empire. It, yeah, but there's it, not a there's not a whole lot to it really. I guess I was getting at. I, you know, when everybody says episode four, episode five, people get confused. So I just wanted you to say, I guess, the original Star Wars, because that's how Origi- I yeah. look at it. The original Star yeah. Wars, not to confuse people, because when you look at the trilogy, a lot of people like get confused with all the, you know, the first three movies were the last three movies mm-hmm. or whatever. <laughs> It's yeah. like, what? <laughs> you know, it, it, makes you, it makes you wonder, really. I mean, I understand, you know, why George Lucas did it, but just for the simplicity of things, did he really need to name it Episode 4? No. I, I mean, seriously. So. <laughs> I, I wish he would I mean, wouldn't. really. <laughs> I know. I know. I wish he wouldn't have, in a, in a way, because it, it, it really does get confusing for the layman out there that <laughs> doesn't know... <laughs> Much about the Star Wars universe, but you know. Yeah, and, and, I agree. And then Star you know, and, is... and then at that point, you know, you're like Episode Four. Wow, there's there's three more episodes prior to this, and so you wait. You know, you wait for uh, you know, what thirty years to get those episodes, and then they suck. <laughs> you, you, you know, and it's like, so it's like, uh, yeah, you should have just said it should have just been Episode One. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I I, I love Empire. You know, Return of Jedi, I do like in a special way. I mean, I, I, I love in a special way, I guess. But um, it's a good movie. It's a good it, movie. It, it is a really good movie. And uh, Star Wars was always slower to me, but there there was some great stuff. And plus, you know, the, the te- technology for what they did in 77, you, you just can't. You just well, for sure, you, for sure. You got to put it up there as a masterpiece. But yeah, I totally I, agree with you. You know, I, and another thing, I know we're we're not really talking about Star Wars, but I know I was watching Empire the other day, and and you know they they put a lot of those new scenes in there now. We're never going to see the the original version ever again, according to Lucas. Yep. He does he doesn't want yep. those to be seen. But you know, it's like some of the things they fixed in the movie. Right, and then some of the things they didn't fix, and I'm like, I why know. didn't they? Yeah. Why didn't they fix like those stupid, like, like the, you know, like the tauntaun, like the stupid, you know, stop motion tauntaun? Why didn't they get rid of that and fix that? Why didn't you know they what I fix Obi Wan's lightsaber in Episode Four when you can totally see the the rod? Oh, can you? You could see the metal oh. rod. It like oh. goes, the light goes off for a second. Oh. Yeah. Why didn't they fix that? But it, yeah, I mean, it's it's just it's just weird about how they picked and choose, mm-hmm. you know, what they were gonna do. So you know, especially like that first opening Hoth scene, you know, when he's on there, and then this, they have the stupid like uh, snow uh, beast, right? Just the arm that's on a stick that mm-hmm. <laughs> that knocks him off, and then like the rubber tauntaun, and he falls over. <laughs> I mean, they couldn't fix that stuff. I mean, come on, it's so ridiculous. You know what I mean? We're gonna ha- we're gonna have to repeat all this for the Empire episode. Yeah, you know, for not, sure, not for sure. <laughs> but since we're tangenting to Star Wars, right. did, did you guys did you guys see Obi Wan? Oh yeah, I did. No, I haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I I liked it. I, I I actually really really enjoyed it. But it's like, 
I just don't like how it ended. I mean, really? I, I mean, it, it ended. Is it totally ended, or is it continued? Yeah, it's yeah. I mean, they basically left it off where you, episode four is going to just pick up. Boom. I mean, that's it. I mean, they, well, not uh, exactly. I mean, we don't know. Andor's coming out, and that's going to change everything again. But I know that um, what's his name was talking about. Um, uh, Ewan McGregor was talking about how him and Hayden Christensen would would like to do more of the series, but the way they ended it, you, you really can't. You Why know can't what I mean? You? Why can't you? Because they kind of ended it where you know, uh, you know. Spoiler. <laughs> well, you know, is you know, Kenobi yeah, is <laughs> Kenobi's now in Tatooine, and uh, you know, Luke is with you know Baru and Uncle Owen and yada yada. Everybody's in their places. There's there's really what are they gonna do? I mean, what can they oh, really they do? Can, they'll come up with something. They'll come up with something. Hey, Retro Media Talk listeners, we have a special for you. If you want to get 10% off at Zavi.com, Z-A-V-V-I.com, and check out my exclusive coupon code, Steve-R, that's the letter R, 45U, and that's the letter U. So Steve-R45U. Zavi carries a wide range of pop culture merchandise, everything from exclusive Blu-rays, all kinds of gaming stuff, music, anime, Funko, Hasbro, Lego, all kinds of brands, all kinds of horror stuff. And the best part about it is they got a flat rate shipping. $5.99 flat rate shipping. Zavi. Z-A-V-V-I dot com. Use my coupon code, get 10% off. Steve dash R, that's the letter R, 45U, and that's the letter U. So Steve dash R45U. You guys are going to love shopping at Zavi. Okay, going back to Back to to the Future, I got a couple things here. Okay. Uh, Part three. There's yeah. suppo- I've not seen it. I don't know if it's on like the Blu-ray or whatever, but there's a deleted scene. I don't know if they released it where Mad Dog kills Strickland. Yes, I saw that. I saw it. It's on the Blu-ray uh, extra okay. features. Oh, shoot. Yeah, I'll have to watch the special features. I didn't know that. And then some of the train sequences were actually shot backwards. Oh, okay. Specifically, when the DeLorean does a wheelie, mm. I guess it was extremely um, dangerous for that to happen. So they had to like somehow rig it up and shoot it reverse. Hey, um, that's crazy. But did, that just reminds me of, of uh, another scene. Do you remember, obviously you guys remember, when Michael J. Fox gets hung? Yep. And and you remember, well, Michael J. Fox told him, hey, I'm, I'm going to make this really realistic, you know, blah, blah, blah. Well, he had his fingers, like, you know, they put him in a harness and everything, but they had his fingers. He put his fingers around the rope or whatever, and somehow he, he, uh, he pressed on the wrong artery or started closing off his artery, and he actually passed out during that hanging scene. Yep. Did you guys hear that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> for about 12 seconds. Man, that's crazy. I, I didn't know that. But when I watched that scene, I watched three last night. I said, man, Michael J. Fox really looks blue. <laughs> I mean, he looks like he's passing out, you know. He was just a red or blue, whatever. I mean, he just looked like he was he was passing out. And uh, so hmm. I thought that was pretty interesting. So I, get, I assume that's the scene. He was really passing out in that. Yeah. That yeah. they really left in there, I, I, mm-hmm. I believe. But that, that was pretty interesting fact. Uh, what do you guys think of Doc's love interest, Mary Steinberg? I knew or... it was gonna happen. Because I don't they... like her. You don't like Mary? She's annoying. No, <laughs> <laughs> I, I liked her in this, but you know. But you knew this was gonna happen because they teased it in two. Remember right. the first time he mentioned he goes, "When we get back, I'm gonna dismantle this thing." And then he goes on to say that he's going to, you know, study the next greatest thing, women. Yes. Oh, what? oh yeah, 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 yeah. I was just looking up something here what she was what she was in cuz they said uh they said they liked that time um uh, that Mary She was in that Time After Time movie. Yes. You remember that? With Jack the Ripper, the whole thing. Yes, yeah. yes. That's why I was like, I like that movie. Yeah, I love that movie. Yeah. I, lo- I loved her in that movie with Malcolm McDowell. And yes, I, forget the, yes. I forget who the Ripper is in that movie, but that's a great movie. That's a great movie, yeah. So they liked her in that, and that's why they, they cast her in this, I guess. Hmm. But I was I was still thinking about Mary when you were talking. But I used to have that on VHS. Ah, yes. I think I did, too. I can picture it right now. And in, in the, I don't even know if they did they put I, it out. Crap! I gotta look. I just recently watched it on, uh, I think Prime or something, and uh, it's it's still a good it's still a good movie. It, yeah. it 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 held up for what it was. Okay. And it's kind of cool because the time machine that's in that movie is the same time machine from uh, the time machine with. Oh um, yeah. That's a for, classic. With, with what's his name in it? I can't think of his name now. But the classic, you know, yes. Time Machine movie. That was that's the same movie. machine. It was called. Wasn't it called the Time Machine? Yeah. Yeah. With Rod. Uh, what's his name? Rod. Uh, oh. Rod Taylor. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that's an awesome movie. Hmm. Yeah, it looks like they do have Time After Time on Blu-ray. It's part of the archive collection. Of which, Warner Brothers yeah, archive. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Didn't they use the same exact? Well. Uh, it probably wasn't the same exact machine, but when they redid the time machine with um, with uh, what's his name in it from uh, what's the guy's name? But they did a new version, like two thousand. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. What's that guy's name? I can't uh, think of his name now. Shoot, uh, good actor. Yeah, he was a memento. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Hold on. Let's let's see real quick. But they me. they they probably didn't use the same machine, but they they made his machine look just like that. Is hmm. it Guy Pierce? Yes. Yes. They and, made a replica. Yeah. They made a replica of that time machine for that movie. Okay. Guy Pierce, Orlando Jones, Samantha Mumbo or Mumba Mumba Mumba. I don't know. Director Simon Wells. Yeah, that was. Came out in two thousand two. 
Oh, was it 2002? Yeah, yeah. that was a good. That was a good flicker. Yeah, yeah. I, I I'm a sucker for time travel movies. You know, I like them. Oh yeah, I mean I can watch a time travel movie like any day of the week. I I know I know, <laughs> they're fun. What's that? Um, uh, what's that one? Uh, it's like these uh, two guys, and they make this time machine in this storage unit. You, you know what I'm talking about? It's like Sound, an indie movie. Sounds familiar. Um, it's really good. They, they they what they do is they build this machine there, and then they release this gas. And they fall asleep. I think, though, my favorite time travel movie is uh, The Final Countdown. Oh, that's a great one. I got that one on Blu-ray. Me, too. Yeah. Me, too. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. that was great. I, I love that one. Well, now we're on time travel movies. Um, and The Philadelphia <laughs> Experiment's a great movie, too. I don't remember what happened in that one. I don't... It's been so long since I've seen that one. Michael Pear or whatever is in there. Oh, yeah, Perret. Oh, dude, he was awesome. Like, Streets of Fire. That was a great movie. Yeah, Eddie and the Cruisers. Yeah. You know, uh, Greatest American Hero. Yeah, he was like like a big-time actor back then. Yeah, what happened to that dude? I mean, he had that that cool bad boy look to him, you know? Yeah. I don't know what happened to him, if he's still around or what. Yeah, I haven't seen him in anything that I can remember. Oh, wait. One of my favorite, though, time travel movies, Idiocracy. <laughs> is it, for I, comedy. I've never, I, I've never seen that. Is, it, is that a time travel movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, The Future. you got to see it. It's got Luke Wilson, but it's, um, you know, the director of uh, or creator of Beavis and Butthead. Yeah, yeah, um, Mike Judge. Mike Judge. Oh, gosh, it's awesome. Well, it looks like Michael, what's his name, Perret, Pear, yeah. or whatever his name? Yeah. He's, like, done, like, a ton of stuff, but it's just, like, all B-movies. Really? Yeah, I He's mean. He's still putting I mean, stuff out. Huh. From between 2020 and now, it looks like he's got, like, 20-plus, 30-plus projects. I mean, so he's doing a ton of acting still. Wow. I don't know what movie you're talking about when they build the time machine in the but i i'm i'm looking through titles and i don't know yeah which. it's it's like one of the it's considered one of the greatest um time travel movies because it's like an indie movie okay. um oh maybe that one that uh cruise movie edge of tomorrow that was wasn't that a time travel movie that's one. that was almost like groundhog day with science fiction yeah yeah because he kept on reliving the same day over and over again, right? Yeah, yeah, it was. It, yeah, it was kind of. Uh, it was primer. A, That's what it was called. Primer. Have you ever primer? seen Primer? No, I'm gonna check it out though. Yeah, it's it's a good one. 2004 film. Okay. Good. Something new I gotta check out. All right. Another good movie too was that one with uh, Bruce Willis, where he's like an assassin. Looper. Looper, yeah, yes. that was a great one. Yeah, you seen that, gals? No, that's a good one. Um, Donnie Darko was good too, although it was a little bit weird. That was weird. <laughs> that was weird, but it's got, it's got a weird. Fo- I mean, I guess a cult following, but I don't. I don't oh, know. yeah, it's got a huge cult following. I'll have to watch it again because the first time I watched it, I was like, "What is this?" <laughs> the director's cut is a lot more, makes a lot more sense. Oh, okay. Yeah, because it confused me. Just like just like that movie I brought up before, Interstellar. It's it's a very you gotta you gotta really think 
And it's like, oh, man, sometimes I just don't have the energy to think in some of these movies. They're just over my head, you know. The whole science and the, you know behind all this. So I, I like a movie to be kind of dumbed down in a way because right. I just want to sit there and enjoy the entertainment. That's why I kind I, I think that's why I like action flicks a lot, you know, just like Vigilante Andy movies or something like that, you know, just, yeah, go, you know, somebody does something and you go kick their ass, you know, it's a, it, it's simple and I like it. <laughs> are you, are you all out of bubble gum? Yeah. <laughs> I'm all out of bubble yeah. gum. <laughs> that's like, um, that's why I probably, you know, like the, uh, the season uh, of Lost when they time travel back to the Dharma Initiative. Oh, that's I like love my, that. Th- that's my favorite season. Yes. Yeah. The time travel. Yes. That was it's great. great. That's great. Did you guys like the ending of Lost? I know I know. everybody asked, did you like the ending of Lost? Did you understand I lo- I, it? I mean, I, I understood it. it. I think I, I understood it. I understood it, and I liked <laughs> it. I can understand why people were like a little peeved. Yeah. Because they, they tried to avoid the fact for the whole series that that saying they're not dead but yeah. they kind of made the ending like they were dead cuz they were they were in heaven right i mean they but were they weren't dead the whole series that's the whole thing yeah but yeah. i liked it i hey. i actually i i th- i think that i just didn't i didn't really care where they went the last season like to me they could have done something different but yeah. As long as they didn't, somebody didn't wake up and it was all a dream. I was happy with it because that's what I was afraid of. Well, that it was all a dream. Yeah, I you know, yeah, I was thinking the same thing. What's it? What's it? The scene elsewhere, or whatever, where it was like a snow globe or something, or yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, that's what they're talking about now. Everybody's concerned about what they're going to do with the the fifth and final season of Stranger Things because oh, yeah. there's a like lot a of t- parallel universe there's a lot of yeah. talk now is that the whole series is really uh, just a dungeons and dragons game oh or my God. something like that you know that's what they're worried about you know so it'll be interesting to see what they do hopefully they don't ruin it yeah hopefully they don't do you have you watched that gallus no oh you've got to watch stranger things you'll love it it's a great show i haven't seen the last season yet though. it's good clean entertainment Yep. Okay. You'd like it. Plus, it's a lot of good 80s synth soundtrack music. No. So, yeah, we got off track a little bit. Yes. <laughs> we covered Star Imagine Wars. That. We covered time travel movies. But <laughs> I, I will say that I, I I ordered this Blu-ray, the Blu-ray set uh, for Back to the Future off of Amazon. Yeah. It, mm-hmm. comes, it comes in like this little um, hardcover book. Yep. And... Yeah. Uh, Oh, man, it's great packaging. I don't like the fact that they're in like sleeves. Yeah, but, it um, sucks. But I uh, but the uh, I mean the packaging was awesome, and uh, the the tons of tons of special features, like hours and hours and mm-hmm. hours. I think there's like 16 hours of special features or something. Yes, it's it's pretty cool, and I think and I paid like carries too. Yeah, I think I paid like 20. Six dollars for it or something. It's a, it, it was at a great price. But yeah. here's the new thing. Here's the thing I'm worried about. Okay, on the third one because the set that I had, like the first Blu-ray that came out for it, they mm. copped out on the commentary for the third movie. What it was, it was some film school 
Oh, gosh. Um, we might as well do that. They had the actors show up, and they were just kind of talking loosely oh. about oh. it. It wasn't really a commentary. Oh. So, so they my actually question, had the actors, but... Do they have an actual commentary for the third one, or is it that crappy film thing that they did? I, you know, I haven't listened to it. Um, okay. But a lot of times, you know, when there is commentaries, I mean, usually, there's. I found that most times there's not a whole lot. You know, once in a while though, there'll be a movie and they'll be like, oh, this scene I remembered so and so did this, but but there's usually not a whole. You know, there's usually not a whole lot of like enlightening stuff in most commentaries, but sometimes there is. But for the most part, I've listened to some good ones. And I've listened to some really boring ones. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the one for at the actual uh, Superman the movie that yeah. commentary is awesome. Cool. Mm. I hate when they like when they do a commentary where they'll like say something, and then it's like five minutes of silence. Oh right, yeah. Right. I was like, come <laughs> on, dude. I'm gonna fall asleep here. You think they'll ever make another Back to the Future? You think that's totally done for? I think some day in the future, because that's just the the way Hollywood is now. There, you know, they they just keep on recycling stuff. So they will. Obviously, it won't be Michael J. Fox, right? And Christopher Lloyd, but yeah, they're gonna pull it out of the mothballs at some point again. You know, they are. You think they, it'll they be can't, like they, his? Kid they can't come or... up with something original. They can't. Yeah. So they'll probably do something with his kid, maybe, or something like that. It'll be something yeah. bad, like the the latest Bill and Ted. That was horrible. Yeah. Well, and I do know that the writer and the director both said as long as they are alive, they will block every attempt oh. at trying to make remake these. Oh, that's good. That's good. They do not want it done. You know, I, I, I'm glad, because I, I don't want them to screw it up, unless... It's them doing it. Yeah, if they could, or, if they all of a sudden come up with an idea, who knows? Yeah, and if they like got the script of somebody with the idea and they supervised it and made sure it was all done correctly, I'd be good right. for, good with that. Um, other than that, uh, what do you guys uh, got? Any last thoughts on on uh, anything on Back to Future related? I don't think. Let me see if I got anything written down that I forgot to talk about but I think yeah, the only I thing think I can think of covered everything yeah. is that uh, you know definitely if you know if it's been a while since you've seen the movie like I said pick up that Amazon uh, uh, Blu-ray deal and, and watch it on Blu-ray it's it, it, it's a great transfer a lot of special features and uh, yeah we didn't even go over the transfer you know, you, so you you love love the transfer, doesn't it? Make oh man, it for a whole man. new movie. Oh, I mean, it was so crystal clear. Yeah, I mean, th- three, three looked like uh, it was a movie that came out like you know six months ago. I, I mean, know. it was that it was that crisp and clear, and it, it looked so good. I just wish that I could watch the 4K versions because I have them, and my TV doesn't do HDR, so I can't. Well, I don't know Which how much make better a huge it could difference. get because it no, looked, it, looked it, just it does. Um, from you know, we we watched um, Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom on a projector at work, and it mm-hmm. looked incredible. Yeah, that was a 4K projector. Really? Well, yeah. I, I I was blown away by the picture quality, the sound, and mm-hmm. um, I I don't know, man. It, it 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 really does change the experience 
You know, do you guys you f- know what the working title for Back to the Future Two was? No. Paradox. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, I did hear that. That that would have been a horrible name, huh? Um, yeah. The other thing is when they but were, but they, didn't they just up, use that as a, just to just to to hide yeah, the fact yes. they were? Oh, yes. That's, yeah, so that's the smart, yeah. the working title was you know what they used back then, so that the you know Keep people wouldn't be coming around the set or yeah on location and stuff like that but um the also one of the original ideas was that marty always did the right thing and so now he was actually going to do the wrong thing which would then lead to the uh, obviously alternate 1985 Yeah. yeah that's cool and then also one of the original ideas they would when they were first coming up with it they they really wanted to get the 60s in there so oh, yeah. instead of doing the cool. 50s, they wanted to do 1967, mm-hmm. but they couldn't hmm. figure out a way to to work it out. Uh, see, that would be cool. All right, guys. Well, let's wrap it up. You can find us on Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Red Circle, Anchor FM, and my own YouTube channel, Craze TV. And uh, I guess that's... That's about it. But if you guys want to review us, go to Apple Podcasts. Give us a a five-star review if you can. If not, totally get it. But uh, we're we're only – what what is this? This is our sixth episode, I believe. Could be. Uh, Yeah, something something like that. So we're we're only six episodes. We we have got a lot of stuff we got to cover. But we'll we'll start having some guests on. We got some guests lined up that want to come on. Can't can't wait to get them on. Talk about their their favorite movies and and stuff. So uh, I don't know when we'll get to the music part, but we are kind of covering the music also in the movie right now. So we're not yeah. we're not actually making an episode solely on music yet, but we we will. But we actually you know when we started this, we were going to talk about movies, music, and games and whatever else media related. Well, the last episode on Jaws, we talked about the Hello? NES Jaws game. Right, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so we're kind of covering it with each episode, little bits and pieces. Plus, we're covering other stuff that kind of gets gets uh, wrapped huh. up in there. Are you all right? Hello? Lego, you still on? All right, guys, so since we lost Lego, we're going to go ahead and sign out. We will talk to you guys on the next episode. Thank you for listening. Hey guys, do you want to get an exclusive 10% off entertainment earth this is the most abundant pop culture merchandise site on the net you gotta check it out everything from action figures collectibles exclusives all kinds of toys you have to check this out guys and you can get an exclusive 10% off with our coupon code and special url all put together at popenvyshop.com popenvyshop.com 
If it doesn't work the first time, just refresh with our link at popenvyshop.com. Everything in your cart should go down to 10% off. 